Good morning, church. We've been looking at back to the future, how we can look to the book of the Acts and the early church to see how we can face the challenges that we have today by looking at their example. You might remember one of the guiding principles in the book of Acts is Acts 1-8, where Jesus gives them this vision where he says, you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, and then in Judea and Samaria, and then to the ends of the earth. It winds up being the vision of the book of Acts and how they live out in the early church. So far, we've seen that the early church has been strictly in Jerusalem. Last week, we saw that this guy named Stephen stepped up to be one of the people who was going to help with the food distribution to the Greek widows. Stephen was this Greek guy that uh, was a follower of Jesus. And so we see that God was preparing him through that to be a great witness is what we're going to see this week. And so, and we pick up the text in Acts 6, verse 8. And we see that this man, Stephen, has been prepared through these acts of service, these humble acts of service, to be a bold witness. It says, Now Stephen, full of grace and wonder, was performing great wonders and signs among the people. Opposition arose, however, and it goes on to tell who that was through. But here we have that this idea here that Stephen is doing great things and yet opposition arises. And I just want to let you know that even the finest, most Holy Spirit-filled people will face opposition. That is something that will happen. And even, I believe, as we grow in our faith, as we start to break down barriers in ministry and move forward, we will face opposition even more so. And so they weren't able to do anything against him because he was so filled with the Spirit and he had so much wisdom. But we see they wind up bringing him before the Sanhedrin, the same type of people, the same group that Jesus was brought against. And it says in verse 15, And all who were sitting in the Sanhedrin looked intently at Stephen and saw that his face was like the face of an angel. Must be something with the name Stephen. Stephen Sims, Stephen in the Bible, face like an angel. It's beautiful. But here Stephen gives this defense before the Sanhedrin, winds up laying out the gospel for them in a beautiful way. And then at the end, we see that they are not responding at all. And, but they end up getting very bitter. And it says when they heard these things, this is over in chapter 7, verse 54, they were enraged and gnashed their teeth at him. Sounds painful. Stephen, full of the Holy Spirit, gazed into heaven. He saw the glory of God and Jesus standing at the right hand of God. He said, look, I see heavens open and the Son of Man standing at the hand, right hand of God. They yelled at the top of their voices, covered their ears, and together rushed against him. They dragged him out of the city and began to stone him. And the witnesses laid their garments at the feet of a young man named Saul. While they were stoning Stephen, he called out, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. He knelt down and cried out with a loud voice, Lord, do not hold this sin against him. And after saying this, he died. Now, one of the things that I think is so important here when we face opposition in our lives, especially when it comes to our faith, is that Stephen saw Jesus exalted. And yet he chose to act like Jesus was when he was crucified. Meaning he believed that Jesus was delivered from death by God through the resurrection, that Jesus is standing at the right hand of the throne of God. And so that means that Stephen can trust God by choosing to forgive his enemies. And that means that you and I, we need to choose to act like Jesus was on the cross as well and to forgive our enemies. So then this text concludes, it says in Acts 8, 1, 
that Saul agreed. Remember, this is Saul who is going to be Paul, who ultimately is going to be the one who fulfills that mission to go to the ends of the earth. Saul agreed with putting him to death. On that day, a severe persecution broke out against the church in Jerusalem, and all except the apostles were scattered. But listen to where they were scattered. It says they were scattered throughout the land of Judea and Samaria. Remember Acts 1.8, you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, and then Judea and Samaria. And it talks about how they buried Saul, or, they, or excuse me, they buried Stephen, the Saul was persecuting the church, and then it says, so those who were scattered went on their way preaching the word. And so we see here that often we think that opposition it goes against the plan of God. But what we understand here is that opposition doesn't thwart God's plan, but rather it winds up fulfilling it. God in his sovereignty works through the opposition that we face, and he winds up fulfilling his message as a result. And we see here in the life of Stephen, and we see in the life of the early church that God used this to take the message not only to Judea and Samaria, but also through Saul, who became Paul, to the ends of the earth. I want you to think about Stephen. Stephen's been dead now for almost 2,000 years, and yet his message continues. In fact, they even have St. Stephen's Day, the day after Christmas in many churches. That's where we get the idea of Boxing Day from, believe it or not. But I believe that God had a plan for Stephen's life that's bigger, was bigger than his actual lifetime. His legacy wound up being bigger than his life. And the same thing is true for you and I. How we conduct ourselves, how we have faith today, how we persevere and endure through trials will wind up leaving a legacy that is bigger than our life. God's got a plan for your life that's bigger than your life. Endure faithfully and you will see God's provision. Today we're gonna to hear from a story of a man who has been all over the world proclaiming the gospel. He's one of our missions partners, Chris Vilwalk. And I think you're gonna be very excited to hear from him as Audra uh, interviews him, to hear about how he's faced opposition and yet endured and seen the gospel move forward. So won't you join me this morning in welcoming Chris Vilwalk. Good morning, church. At this time, I just want to thank you, first of all, for uh, participating in person today. But for those who are viewing online as guests and family, at this point in time, we will need to end our live feed for the safety of our guests and the safety of their team and their work in Eastern Europe. So if you would like more information, please go to uh, emailing office at eastpointchristian.com, and we will make sure that you get the recording uh, that will be protected. So let's go ahead and open in prayer together today.